Welcome to Washington in Focus. I'm your host, Brett Davis, the Center Square's Washington State Editor. Joining me today is reporter Randy Brock. So, Randy, you just wrote an article about the Washington State Supreme Court being asked to review a lower court order that grants control of the Pac-12 Athletic Conference to two members, Washington State University and Oregon State University. What's that all about? Well, uh, basically, it's a legal fight between those two schools and the other 10 member schools, universities that uh, plan to join other conferences later next year. If I had to sum it up, it's about a large polygamous marriage that's now disintegrating. And uh, like a lot of failed marriages, it has to do with fights over money and new partners. <laughs> That's an interesting analogy. What's the backstory on this? Well, last June, uh, two member schools in Los Angeles, of course, USC and UCLA, said they're going to leave the Pac-10, Pac-12 effective August 2024 at the end of the conference's current media rights deals with ESPN and Fox in order to join the Big Ten Conference. The Pac-12 been trying to negotiate a new media rights package with multiple television and online media providers, Fox, ESPN, NBC, CBS, Amazon, and Apple for a streaming service. The conference, which is governed by a board of directors who are the presidents and chancellors of the 12 universities, couldn't reach an agreement because of differing opinions on the revenue projections and what would be most lucrative to each school. Um, There was supposed to be a final decision made early this July or early August of this year, but in the last moments, it, it all fell apart. Shortly afterward, eight other schools Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, Oregon, Washington, Utah, Cal, Stanford. They all bailed out on the Pac-12 and announced plans to join other conferences next year, too. So right now, only WSU and OSU remain as members of the Pac-12 or the Pac-2, depending on how you look at it. So basically what you're saying is the marriage is over. Is that correct? That's uh, right. Yes. And now the messy divorce proceedings have started. The schools <laughs> are fighting in court over who's going to get what, whether it's the plant hangers in the bathroom or whatever. In September, <laughs> WSU, messy. Yeah. <laughs> WSU and OSU <laughs> filed a breach of uh, contract lawsuit against the PAC-12 contending the other member schools have forfeited their right to control operations assets uh, worth millions of dollars after announcing their pending departures. So pending trial, a Superior Court judge in Whitman County, which happens to be where WSU's home campus is located, issued a temporary <laughs> restraining order that enjoined the PAC-12 board of directors from taking any action without unanimous consent. Just a couple of weeks ago on November 14th, the same judge, uh, Gary Libby, then issued a preliminary injunction that permits only WSU and Oregon State's representatives to be recognized as members of the conference's board of directors, and it prohibits the representatives from the 10 other schools to participate or vote in any of the board meetings. The next day, on November 15th, the University of Washington and PAC-12 filed an emergency motion that seeks a stay of this injunction, which was supposed to take effect on November 20th. And after that, Washington State Supreme Court Deputy Commissioner Walter Burton entered a temporary stay, which was opposed by WSU and OSU. And that was followed this Tuesday by an updated stay issued by another commissioner, Michael Johnston. That's very complicated. What are uh, WSU and OSU, what are they asking for? They're seeking a discretionary review of this 
preliminary injunction issued by Judge Libby. And uh, there's kind of an expedited schedule to get all this information. So answers and responses from the involved parties are due by December 12th. And Commissioner Johnston said there's going to be a determination. And this is, you know, this is kind of up in the air. There's going to be a determination on whether the Supreme Court will even grant review or transfer the matter to a lower appellate court for a consideration. Uh, in the meantime, Johnston said the temporary restraining order is going to remain in effect because it provides, quote, a mechanism, end quote, for the PAC-12 board to continue business as usual as long as all the representatives from the 12 schools act with unanimity. Uh, they haven't so far, so that's an interesting concept. I was say good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that. At dispute, apparently, is a provision within the PAC-12 bylaws uh, regarding the timing of a member school's former notice of withdrawal from the conference without invoking a penalty. WSU and OSU are saying that the schools did it uh, before an August 1, 2024 demarcation, and by publicly announcing their departures, they forfeited their rights to have any control over the PAC-12 itself. That's an issue of contention. And right now, Johnston describes it as a poorly written, ambiguous, and debatable issue. So that's kind of what the upcoming legal arguments are going to be about. I see. Well, I think I can guess, but what's at stake here in all this? Well, obviously, millions of dollars uh, is what they're saying. And, and largely, that's driven by revenue revenue that's brought in by football programs. In the Pac-12, there's like 24 different sports programs between men and women. But, but football is king. It's the big money maker. All these programs are kind of geared around having good football programs. So that's kind of uh, kind of where the focus is at. Plus, there's taxpayer dollars involved. There's a reputation of each of the schools, uh, the ability to recruit athletes. There's also the issue of longstanding rivalries between some of these schools. Uh, you know, UW and WSU, that's been going on for ages. And uh, then there's right. effects. Well, I understand that there's a tentative agreement between those two schools to continue the Apple Cup for the next five years, despite the Pac-12 disintegrating. At least next year. But, yeah, there's talk about a couple more years for that. But to see the Apple Cup go away or the, you know, the the fight between Oregon and Oregon State, you know, to see those rivalries disappear is kind of a, I mean, it's kind of a sad thing. So um, there's public perceptions involved. So all of those are factors. And the legal fight's just starting. So who knows how long it's going to take and and how it's going to end up. Something to keep an eye on. Thanks for keeping us up to date, Randy. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Randy Brock, this is Brett Davis. Please subscribe and thanks for listening. Are you tired of news that puts politics over people? At the nonprofit Franklin News Foundation, we believe in putting people over politics by delivering nonpartisan news and audio content that serves you, the American taxpayer. With Franklin News Foundation, you can read fact-based, state-focused news for free at thecentersquare.com. You can listen to civil, balanced conversations between policy experts through our podcast network at americastalking.com. Or you can get in-depth news on K-12 education spending, curriculum, and school safety at chalkboardnews.com. It's all free through Franklin, where we put you, the American taxpayer, first in every story, episode, and conversation. And it's only possible through our supporters. Together, we can produce content that puts people over politics and brings Americans the news they deserve. Become a supporter today at franklinnews.org slash donate. Once again, that's franklinnews.org slash donate.